But here we are. <laughs> here we are. On our Christmas special. <laughs> I think you look great, mate. I'm going to record as well, but it's probably going to, you're going to have to give me permission, Dennis, I think. Um, I, I made you co-host. No, no, yet. no you're yeah. all good. It's, it's always, it's always important that you get permission before you record, Sean, like no matter the circumstances. <laughs> right now. Found that out last time I went to court, mate. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> I said, hey, this is did, my house. I'll record did, what I want. Did Michelle represent you? Uh, she she was the uh, prosecution, you know. I was the defendant. <laughs> Stand a chance. <laughs> yeah, she was too good. It was in German court too. I had no idea what was going on. I forgot. Um, I forgot my headset. It's still upstairs. Um, hang on. I'll um, I'll go get it. Sorry. Nah, you're fired. <laughs> oh. I don't blame you. Give us some fries, you dog. You sound pretty good, though, Dennis. You sound pretty good. Yeah, oh, it does. yeah, it's actually really good quality. It, it is no good. echo. Frame, it is better. It is, it is better with the headset. That's for sure. Okay. Good. Hang on. Oh. Sean, you fuckwit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's true. He always sounds good with the headset. He always has perfect right. audio. Mate. Sorry, Neil. No, it's all good. Better than this blue shit in your face. Look at that. It's like a little fly or something. And what the fuck's looks going like on? You're, looks like you're trying to suck E.T.'s dick. <laughs> that was a good night. <laughs> that was a good night. Yeah. Uh, almost there. E.T. phoning yeah. home. Oh. Fingers for days. Mum he jokes. Elliot I'm off mum like, jokes, so maybe yeah, ET yeah. jokes. My new thing. Oh. My new bread of bread and butter. That's good. It's probably less offensive. Yeah. <laughs> ET jokes, yeah. So um in regards yeah, to con- the... content tonight, like what's the agenda? Mm, Neil's top five mum jokes of the year. Oh, <laughs> Just while he's trying to quit, look at him. He's struggling right now. Yep. All the mum jokes are going through his head. Yep. No. <laughs> the best mum joke I've ever pulled was when I told Aaron that they named the, the 60 and 1 arcade board after his mum. That, that's a standout. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> awesome. 60 in 1. That is so brutal. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I don't think I'll ever beat that one. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. That's gold, that's gold. Fuck. Oh man! Right. All right, Christmas pickups. That's one thing. Um, just uh, yep. goals uh, for twenty twenty one, and if we've achieved them got, uh, for twenty. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then goals for twenty twenty two. You see. I happen to know that somebody did something pretty big like a couple of days ago, so I thought it might be good to talk about that too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucking Fuck champion. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, arm, my arm was fucked. <laughs> Wish I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Neil's arm yeah, would have been fucked too much from jerking it. <laughs> Sorry, Neil. Sorry, yeah. mate. Sorry, what, what are we starting with? Sorry, just so I can write it down myself. So. Okay. Um, what we've been up to and um, Christmas yeah. pickups. Yep. All right. What up? What up? Put my beer. Oh, there it is. <sighs> now I'm ready.
<laughs> All right. Okay. Well, welcome back to another episode of Play It Up Podcast. Uh, tonight we have oh. a uh, bit of a Christmas special from us. So I'm just going to be talking about some of the pickups that we've had um, over Christmas time. Um, talk about some of the goals that we accomplished over the years and, and looking forward to the future and, and setting some new goals. And yeah, we'll cover it up at the end with some wonderful gaming Christmas stories as well. So let's get straight into it. Uh, Sean, how's your Christmas been over in Germany? How do they celebrate? Yeah, hello. Well? Um, Is- actually, it's pretty awesome. Um, I'll just say quickly that it's the 20... I always forget to say the date. So it's 26th at the moment, Boxing Day, when we're recording this. And uh, they actually celebrate on the 24th more so as like a, the, the extended family. Um, so we had shitloads of food on the 24th. So we had the, the kind of the way it goes is that you have your appetizers, then you open all your presents. And they don't, in my family at least, when we open presents, it was always one person at a time and you will just take your time. But the Germans being efficient, everyone just fucking rips in at the same time. <laughs> and it's all over in like five minutes. <laughs> Pretty wild. <laughs> And I was sitting there, I didn't open anything for a while and I was watching everyone open theirs and it was pretty fun. Um, and then you get into the main course and then you have dessert and then just whatever for the rest of the night, drinking or um, chatting. And uh, and then the next day, it's more of the same, just eating, hanging out. And today's actually after this is going to be another big feast on this very table. Yeah, so it's kind of three days of eating and you open the presents uh, on the 24th. Crazy. Yeah. I, I, heard, I heard it's different. But, um, yeah, a lot of European countries do that, like celebrate big with the families on the 24th, and then the, the, sound, like, the actual day is much more chill and just, like, kind of at home enjoying your gifts. Like yeah. That. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, it's a bit more of a, at least with Michelle's family, it's a bit more of, like, a, proper three course meal you know like very nicely set out very good sort of gourmet ish prepared food and um and funny because it was always my family just like yeah some prawns on some rolls with some bloody coleslaw (laughs) and pasta salad from Woolies that's great too so right Uh, that's probably hey if I'm organizing things that's probably how it would go just to keep it that's pretty much how it went for us on Christmas day yeah exactly that Awesome. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> but since I didn't really have to do any of the preparing, it was nice to have the fancy food mm. over here. It was really good. Um, yeah, I got, got a... Should I mention the presents I got now or were you saving that for later? Yeah, of course, man. Yeah, nice share away. Yeah, sure. Well, I got this beautiful hat I'm wearing as a Secret Santa gift. That was a bit of a um, story trying to get a hold of it. The old Kong Club, shout out to Jacob Ashley and my secret Santa, which I, I yep. think I might have a good idea of who that is. Um, some bloke <laughs> with a cool arcade machine collection. And uh, love. Uh, it wasn't me, man. I wasn't, yeah, shout I wasn't out in, to Neil Cairns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't into Secret Santa this year. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks, Neil. Thanks for nothing, mate. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, well said. So this is probably the most expensive hat I've ever owned after all. It was like 50 bucks US shipping 
I could just see that on the on the package. And the hat itself, I think, was like fifteen. At least that's what it said on the package. And then I had to pay eight euros tax to pick it up because it's overseas oh. stuff they charge you. So okay. overall, what is that like? I think overall that's over a hundred bucks Australian. <laughs> wow. yeah, it's huge. But it's a good hat and I'm gonna take care of it. Good hat. Good. <laughs> yeah. Like good hat. Good hat that one. Good hat, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the first thing I got because I opened that basically once I picked it up. It arrived on the seventh and I could see on the tracking that it that they tried to drop it off, but um that's happened twice now with international packages. We don't get any notification in the mailbox or something. Sometimes they run out of those, um, hey, we tried to drop it off, but you know, the uh, notification notices things that they put in the post. So I just had no idea until tried tracking it. And then they didn't show the full, like where it was or anything. It just said it's waiting to be picked up. And there's a whole bunch of different like little um, post shops that are that it could have been at. Mm. Uh, but then tracked it through the actual DHL website after doing some research to find out where USPS, uh, who delivers USPS in Germany, and then it showed actually where it was. So went and picked it up. It was all good. Um, Andy. I call, called them the day before because I was like, fuck, they're going to actually send it back if it takes too long. <laughs> that would have been hilarious, forever. by the way. <laughs> oh, man. It would have sucked so bad. Probably would have been another 50 bucks to send it again or something. Maybe they would have doubled your tax for like sending it twice. Who knows? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, nothing gets by the Germans. <laughs> yeah, so um, good pickup anyway. That. Yeah, love it. I've always wanted one of these hats, but it was always like kind of expensive to get one sent over from the US. Mm. And then on the actual Christmas Eve opening my gifts i got uh i got this shirt that i'm wearing it's not gaming related but it's a sweet carhartt shirt love it nice and baggy uh, nice fit nice nice cotton you know feels good feels good on the skin i got another sweater (laughs) (laughs) but i got miles morales uh spider-man miles morales on the ps4 which i've been wanting for a while because i played the first spider-man game a while ago and it was fucking awesome that's great so Really stoked on that. It has a reversible cover. Actually, probably two seconds. It's just over here. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah, hey, man. And what a background, by the way. Yeah, I noticed it wasn't yeah. actually like a. It wasn't like a you in your internet arcade. background. Like that's yeah, literally not, a painting. Not in your arcade yeah, this time. You're in it, the outback. Yeah, I'm in. Um, I'm in the forest. I'm about to go hunting. <laughs> this is kind of the, the hunting room. There's actually like kind of a whole bunch maybe like 30 to 40 skulls from um different deers oh. that have been okay. hunted over the years this is a lovely room the of <laughs> kind of is yeah you, I'm, I'm really used to it now so you know, dude i don't know to, to, like if we're taking you seriously or not <laughs> no yeah. seriously there's like jesus they're all watching you yeah yeah right now. kind of kind of trophies i guess yeah 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 prize pieces of deer mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a better way to get your meat than buying it at the supermarket. It's fresher. It like that. Yeah, it's more humane. Yeah, when when say. big bug hunter becomes real. Yeah, mm. scares yeah. you. Yeah. 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 Who needs, who needs uh, netherworld pins? This is Michelle's you know? grandparents' place. Um, and yeah, 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's, <laughs> so the that's the way it used to be. The hunt. Yeah, true. But uh, her dad still does um, hunt. And um, I don't know if he just keeps the kind of the, the skulls anymore, but um, it was Michelle's uh, grandparents' place. And now her parents live here. And mm. it's the kind of was the hunting room only, but now it's like partial partially an office and like right here is a dining table hmm. and we're actually they moved a bed up here for us because it's a bit of a full house so it's if a bedroom I, if, as well if only you had the nes up there you could introduce them to duck hunt see if they like that true oh, <laughs> pretty wild. good idea and then you can go like my... the, you can go the player two controller and like move the ducks around so that they don't um so they can't get them yeah, yeah. You'll come back next more- year and there's like 30 duck heads around. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, what have I done? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this was not the idea. <laughs> Danke schön, Sean. Yeah. You taught us very well. To duck hunt is sehr gut. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Shit. <laughs> We're eating nothing but duck the next three days. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. So it's, uh, I, I actually could do that because I have the top load of Famicom. At well, home, so I could bring that and sort out a. I have to get the Japanese dunk cut cartridge yeah. and gun. You have to have a CRT. Yeah. You have to have a CRT though, which um, is true. May or may not be a problem there. I don't know. Well, mm, I got. have a fourteen-inch Grundig I could bring. So, hey, it's there easy. There's your answer. Yeah, perfect. I'm actually going to set that up at the cafe that I work at. The oh wow! Like, yeah, go for it. So with oh. a try, try it out with a with a Super Nintendo Mario Kart or something. Mm. See if the customers yeah. like it. Try to Bit create of, my own little netherworld. Yep. Bit yeah. of F Zero. Be good. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Perfect. Hey. But yeah. uh, back to the gift. This guy. It's a reversible yeah. cover Spider Man. Uh, oh, cool. Miles Morales. So you can kind of see there the original cover. But I thought it looked cool because that's like a comic book kind of drawing yeah and it yeah. doesn't have all like the like the ratings and shit on it or anything like that yeah it's just like a yeah cover. yeah much cleaner really like, yeah so yeah, that's right man stoked on that yeah and it came also that was from michelle she she's a lovely one she knows me mm. love you babe wow. she sent me she also attached to that a voucher to see the new movie with her um with with popcorn and drinks or something like so she'll be shouting that for me we're probably going to see that tomorrow night hopefully after work i would be super keen Um, i haven't gotten any spoilers really from it yet i can kind of imagine what's going to happen but um keen as on that and uh um, yeah no way home yeah exactly some good pickups man real good yeah, well, I've got money as well, which I had already... I, I thought I might get some, but I was like, screw this. I've been thinking about buying this stuff for a bunch of time. So whether I get money as a gift or not, I'm going to buy it anyway. Um, I bought myself a whole bunch of stuff for modding. So I have uh, my, my order list here. So uh, a DMG, Game Boy IPS screen kit. Um, I've modded kind of every type of Game Boy except an actual DMG um with an ips kit so i've been waiting for that because it's just better to play on and i really like the size and the the weight of the original game boy yeah good because i kind of have bigger hands um i guess than some people being a tall person so the big big 
big, nice, thick DNG feels good, you know. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, so I got that and a, a glass screen in black, like the screen lens for the Game Boy. I, I could have gotten the original one, but I thought, you know, I'm going to try out a black screen lens. I'm going to keep the original shell and everything for now and just see how that looks. Uh, a Game Boy cartridge display stand, so you just sort of slot the. Uh, awesome. It's only it was only like two fifty a pound, so I don't know, three or four Australian bucks. Um, and you just slot that, slot your game cartridge on top of it and sit it there. Yep. Thought I'd try one of those out. Um, and I have a Game Gear that I got for cheap that was defective, and you can usually fix these old handhelds. Game Gear is a lot more involved than a Game Boy. There's like, I don't know, 20 capacitors or something you need to replace. Uh, so I'm actually going to buy a new power board and a new soundboard because they are separate from the main board and someone is in the Netherlands is making them so that when you mod it and everything, there's less noise. Because sometimes when you mod uh, a Game Gear and even before you mod them, there's like noise that comes like crackly or very fuzzy buzzing sound that comes out of a speaker. So someone's actually made new boards that work better. So yeah. I'm going to buy those and I'm going to mod the main board with a, um, what's it called? A three and a half inch TFT screen. So basically an IPS LCD. Um, that's all from Retro 6. That comes with the brackets. I'm getting the Game Gear glass lens and the wire-free install kit. So they've got these like, what are they called? Like the cables that, they just lay where they need to go and then you fill in the holes with solder. So like, like ribbon, have to like use ribbon cables or something or like a... kind of, yeah, kind of like ribbon cables, but there's a, what do they call it? Wire free install kit. So yeah, there's a name okay. for it. I just can't think of it right now. Yeah. Right. So I'll be modding a DMG and I'll be modding a game gear and I'm excited because I bought a couple of game gear games when I was in Paris recently to uh, Batman and Robin and Batman Returns, I think, as well as for the DS Point Blank, which I'm super keen to see how that goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's basically my pickups and everything. So, what um, what color screen are you going for the DMG? It's a screen that allows you to change the color. Oh, wow. So really cool. The wheel on the side. Um, yeah, it's awesome. So, the wheel on the side, I think. If you move it up and down, it mm. changes the brightness. I'm not actually sure exactly how it works exactly, but if you push it in, it doubles as a button, the, the contrast wheel or the volume wheel. Oh, wow. And okay. When you, and you can actually push it in kind of like uh, on a PS3 or 4 controller where you click in the thumbstick. Yeah. It's that kind of thing. You know, you can use it for its original purpose plus click it in as a button and then it changes color palettes. Right. Do so, you know what colors you, you have available? Like, is it green, blue, and um, pink or something like that? Or I think it's uh, just a bunch of different color palettes. Uh, yeah, I right. did that for the, po the Pocket as well. I have a IPS Q5 OSD, like all these different yeah. acronyms. So that just means it's got an on-screen display and you can tailor the colors to exactly what you want. And there's a touchpad. Every time you touch it, it changes color palettes. Yeah, right. Um, let's I'll just have a look, man, to see if it if it says on the listing what what colours. Fuck, I've been rambling, haven't I? Sorry, everyone listening. No, no drama. No, it's good. Top, it's good. Top that. <laughs> now let's see. It says 
PCB, new IPS, exact same original resolution as the Game Boy screen. Okay, so perfect upgrade for your original Game Boy. Super bright, ultra sharp, and adjustable backlight and color maps. So toggle color modes from grayscale to yellows, reds, blues, and various other color schemes, turning your original Game Boy into a color. Scroll the contrast wheel to adjust the backlight. So that's pretty cool. That's yeah, really, cool. really great. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely be sharing more about that as it as it happens. Yeah, please check do. out the Play It Up podcast Instagram to sh to see, guys. <laughs> I've got a, see the I've journey. Got a I picked up. Uh, we were talking about this before the podcast started, but I picked up a, G, a DMG one that I've got to get. Um, I've got to repair, so I wouldn't I wouldn't mind modding it. I'd be really keen to see how yours works out, so that I can do the same. So. I'll be following. Oh, I'll be following um, Play It Up podcast on Instagram and making sure that I, I hope so. Like, draw some inspiration. Yeah, man. I think in Australia you have a good um, the sponsor of the Pixel Pie podcast. You get like ten percent off if you use the code that Scott gives out from the podcast. So I think it's Retro Gaming. Do you guys remember what the sponsor is? There's a few different ones in Australia, but. I think it's retrogamestore.com. Retrogamestore.com.au, I think it could be, right? Yeah, but check out the Pixel Pie podcast to find out for sure. So that's, yeah, that's, that could be an option for you, Dennis. But that's me, guys. I'm going to shut up now and listen to uh -huh. all, all your awesome stuff. Well, good. Good. Um, we'll, um, we'll shoot to you now, Dennis. Um, what have you been up to? Any pickups lately? And Yeah. Uh, yes, had a few things happening. Um, I've still been working on Helifire. I've, um, I, I did a bit more patching and trying to bog up the really damaged side of the cabinet, which is, um, if you're, if you're looking front on at the cab, the left hand panel had some significant damage to it. So, um, it's taken a while to repair it and retain as much of like the original gel coat as I could. Um, so I bogged that up. Um, I've done some, um, some primer over the top. And I've also um, had had my parents uh, up for this Christmas as well. My dad does um, has done auto restoration his whole life, so he's really good with um, with repair of like panel work and all that sort of thing. And so he he came over and uh, took him to have a look at this cab, and he critiqued that, and basically sort of had a look at, it and he's like. You're gonna have to redo all of that, and I was like, "Classic, classic dad." Thanks, dad. But he he did sort of um, he pointed out Your all the little things fun. that I needed to do, and he's like, "Look, that's that part's all right, and that's all right." But overall, like I think I must have sanded everything down too flat, and um, you need to make sure that there's there's no sort of um, there's no abutment like direct um, sort of sitting of the um the old gel coat right next to bog because um the levels sort of look slightly different like gel coat is a lot harder when you sand it back and bog is softer so if you even if you use a block sander and you're sanding it down if you're even applying a little bit of pressure what's going to happen is that all of the um the, the more solid sections which is the gel coat they're going to stay higher and then that bog's going to be a tiny bit lower. And so when you go and you run your hand over it and look at it sort of unpainted and it looks perfect, but then you spray primer over it and it all looks like it's lower and you think, how, how can that be? And it's sort of exactly, 
exactly what that is. So now I need to go back, uh, just sand everything back lightly and, uh, and re-bog everything. And I don't know, guys, bogging stuff up is a pain in the ass. <laughs> I didn't want to have to do any more of it. So, um, but I want to do it properly. So um, back to the old drawing board. Um, been up to that. I've, uh, I had a, sort of as kind of like a cross. Can I ask the... a quick, quick question? Yeah, about... of course. Sorry, man. So how do you combat that? Like, how do you fix that if you aren't, then you're not supposed to sand it flat. Is that right? Or Yeah, what you need to do is you need to make sure that you apply the, um, the, the filler, bondo, bog, whatever you call it, over the top of whatever it is you're repairing. And you can't sand it down so low that, um, that you can actually see the join line of where the gel coat ends and the bog starts. You're meant to leave it so that it's like a thin application mm. over the top. And right. you can do it so that it's nice and thin and evenly applied. But um, I sort of I, I went a bit too hard and um, sanded everything back too much. So if I do that, reapply it, and then sand it back lightly, I'm gonna make sure that I do that while Dad's still here, so that um, he can sort of say one way or the other whether it's acceptable or not. It'll never be good, but acceptable, I'm happy with. So I'll go with that, and um, <laughs> then then when it's painted, it, it will have um, a nice finish and obviously after all the time I've spent stuffing around with it, that's really the end game particularly because how rare the cap is so you know um, these things take time to do properly um, and it's yep. bloody hot at the moment and humid so it's really hard to like to sort of use enamel or any sort of paint at the moment because the drying is a bit average and if you do that mm the enamel takes a little longer to dry and it can get like little specks and stuff in it. And we don't really want that at all. So it's hard to do no. it. But my, my garage here is actually not, not really dusty um, very much, which is great, but um, I want it. So that the drying time is as like as, as quick as possible till it sets and hardens properly. And all I need to do is just pick a good day um, before it pisses down with rain in the evening. <laughs> so uh, if I can do that, no problem. Um, so yeah, there's that on heli. Once that's done, PCB repair and the project's finished. So it's, wow. um, beautiful. Well, Can you signing. remind us how many cabs there are known in the world of the heli fire Nintendo cab? Four, I think. Um, there, that's so crazy. There was four. So um, Mike Halen from Mike's Arcade had one. Um, this guy in in California called uh, on what's his name. Um, he goes by like Orlando 81 or something on Clove. He, he has one as well. So he has uh, exact same um, and an early rev model as well, like mine. Uh, there's a guy called Time Runner 88 and uh, he did a lot more social media posting of, um, of the upright cab that he picked up um, from start to finish where he found it and what he had to do to get it back to original, which was really great. So I really enjoyed all of his um, posts and, and the information following it up from start to finish. It was really exciting and I want to do the same. So I've just been taking photos and like adding a few posts on Clov, but yeah, I think maybe at the end I'll, um, I'll put something a bit, a bit better together for it with all the um, photos and stuff that I've got. So I think, awesome. I think that's like the three people that I know of that have, one of these cabs so um that and mine um yeah that's uh, wow. that's about it 
uh, the rest the rest were converted i think so it's not really it's difficult to tell like what was and what wasn't um heli fire yeah. cap so there could have been a few there could have been like space firebird could have been radar scope um if it was early enough and um yeah so yeah it's kind of cool to have it something one of, so rare yeah that's so cool man and it was one of the first nintendo arcade or was it the first uh no i think uh there was there was one before there was one before space fever that was in an original uh, nintendo upright cab in 1980 and because space fever was actually 79 but i think they did uprights in 1980 as well um right but at that same time space firebird got released and that's in an upright cab very similar if not the same as that um any anybody who knows their um, their early Nintendo cabs and you're listening to the podcast, please feel free to shoot me down if any of that is not accurate. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's only based on what I've looked at and what I've um, what I've managed to pick up from my own restoration. So it's like it it is still pretty damn rare to to have one of yeah. those one of those cabinets, man. So. Um, I mentioned it before on um, a couple of the episodes and we've been chatting about it, but I do want to do it justice and make sure that it's restored oh, yeah. properly. So. I would love to see like a full, um, like kind of like the Donkey Kong style videos you're doing of how to make it and everything. I need to finish them too, now that you mention it. Shit. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, um, but to have yeah. anything that rare from Nintendo, like one of four known in the world. It's super cool. That's super cool, man. Because like, Donkey Kongs, as well, as much as they are kind of rare to see an original, like they're a dime a dozen compared to a heli fire. Mm. Yeah, I didn't. If I, I think I had no idea what the hell the game even was when, like, I saw it come up on um, Facebook Marketplace, and Jerry posted the link in like the Brisbane um, uh, arcade chat, um, and I just picked I'm it recording up. Recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle's brother being a smart ass. Sorry, man. That's good. <laughs> Hello. I had to acknowledge him here. He wouldn't have left. <laughs> okay, sorry. No, no, Phil, come in. No, come and sit down and, and yeah. record with us. Would have loved him to make the chat. <laughs> he would have been too shy. Yeah. Maybe. He, le- he left pretty quick. <laughs> so, um, did yes. you get any... Christmas pickups, Dennis? Or? Yeah, actually, I did, sir. And that's kind of what I was meant to talk about before I got off on the sidetrack. That's um, all good. So the, the Final Fight cab before uh, behind me here has... Uh, oh, sorry, uh, Astro City with Final Fight in it has... Um, I've just got a new um, chassis in that, so that's up and running again, which is good. Um, all right. That was part of my Christmas present uh, that Kathleen um, bought me, uh, or I... I obviously bought it and whatever, but Kathleen paid for the um, the restored uh, MS9, the NAO chassis that's gone into that thing, which is right. Just cool. So that's all up and going again. Um, I think. Oh no, I was just going to say that the uh, double dragon that I've got running in that um, Gottlieb Challenger has been behaving itself, but you can sort of see it. It's got a bit of a, a lean on it now, which oh, yeah. it didn't at the start. Just kind of a bummer. I was hoping that it just magically came good, but it didn't. <laughs> uh, so I got the um, I got the chassis for the Astro City sorted, which is great. I can play that again, and I've managed to pick up some PCBs. 
as well. So um, I actually, it's probably appropriate to mention it now, but I do have a, a birthday present for somebody as well, which is right here. Hey, Beau. Oh, yeah. thanks. So lovely. Not even my birthday. <laughs> this is a Galaxian PCB, a Midway PCB. That is huge. That's massive. Yeah, it's a beast. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. yeah, rad. It's yeah. in it looks in neat condition, bro. It's quite nice. It's quite good. Uh it, yeah, and uh, that will be uh that'll be going to Neil yeah. for yeah. your birthday. So thanks, brother. Oh happy birthday, Neil. That's yeah, awesome. looking forward to uh putting it in the cab, that's for sure. Yeah, just um it's it's still untested. All these PCBs I got uh, untested, but to be honest, mate, there's not a lot on it that looks like yeah. Well, there's, there's anything sort of from the photos. I saw like, for, considering it's been shipped from the states and probably I don't know how it's been stored, but like it looks in really neat condition for a for a um a for board a P- that age for a PCB that old. Mm. It's uh, it looks darn good, really good. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you very much for organising that, Dennis. I really appreciate it. Awesome. I saw that. I, I knew the. Uh, the PCBs you've been on the hunt for, mate. So keep my eye out. And yeah, one came up, so jumped on it while I could. Even with the exchange rate, it was a good price. Um, yeah. Yeah. So part of those pickups, I got uh, I got another Donkey Kong PCB, which was great. Um, I also got a Junior, a Donkey Kong Junior, as well. So hopefully, I've got a working Donkey Kong Junior now. We'll see. Um, awesome. And I picked up a Scramble PCB for that cab. So, yeah, working nice, yeah. which is pretty rad. So I need to change nice. the wiring for the uh, the small um, Konami classic Konami edge connector. Once I do that, mate, we are up and running with that. So no more sixty and one scramble, all legit stuff, man. So that's a, yeah. a running in it at right now. It's no, a sixty and one. Yeah, yeah, sixty and one scramble at the moment. Yeah, and that's really cool that you picked up a board for the cab. Yeah, yeah. So Wallace again. What, when I saw one come up, I just took the chance to jump on it. I have no more money to spend at all if anything else comes up. But, you know, I've had a little bit around that I could scrape together. So, Yeah, right. Yeah. Good on you, man. Good pickups. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds yes. like you used it well, man. Yeah. So. How, could you, how could you never not do a bad thing by, like, um, picking up rare PCBs that may or may not work? It's, uh, it's a gold mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give me something to do fixing it. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. So, what they're else? They're usually else fixable, got? right? If they're not working. Oh, like, yeah. Hell it... yeah. That's a great yeah. thing about early, um, early arcade electronics, man. That um, a lot of it's just replaceable hardware that can be interchanged. Um, and because of the bunch of PCBs and the spares that I've got at the moment, kind of got enough stock now that um, once I start testing and I start finding faulty ICs and um, faulty like rom chips and that sort of thing i can burn the roms or like just dump to check to see that everything's good um dump the program out of them and if they're not then i can i can burn the roms to um make them as they should have been and so i've got a few spare i've learned a lot off of adam for this which has been good he's given me some books to read and show me quite a lot of stuff every time i drop around adam lee's place hi adam by the way um that yeah. it's it's always a couple of minutes to, just to drop in, grab a PC, uh, either grab a PCB or drop one off and go. But it always ends up being like two hours. I'll go in and go, oh, 
come in and have a look. You'll like this. And as soon as uh, as soon as we both sort of start talking like that, it's like, oh no, I said I was going to be home. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll uh, we'll sit down and go through and test things. And uh, yeah, I always find that really interesting um, mm. doing that. Yeah. He's such a knowledgeable dude, and um, always yeah more than willing to impart anything that he's learned or that he's done recently, which is great. So yeah, it's always a cool. It's always a cool visit going over to Adam's place because, yeah, we get that stuff all the time. Um, it's really important, that, man, because that leads to more preservation of these old PCBs. Like, yeah. there's probably not that many people around that have the knowledge and skills that he does or even you now. So if he um, can groom you to be, you know, his apprentice and... <laughs> I, I wish to be. The um, next Kaizen. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Adam's Adam's a special dude, man. He's like he's got a knack for all this sort of stuff, which I think sort of helps a lot. Um, everything uh, that I've learnt has been through sort of trial and error, and uh, just listening to Adam when he has sort of um, when he has like this information to impart or um, read anything that he's got on his repair logs on Aussie Arcade or whatever, um, and that's sort of how I've picked up what I have so far. Um, so if there was no Kaizen, there probably wouldn't be um, much in the way of like repairing PCBs for me, man, at all. Um, yeah, so uh, sorry, I got sidetracked, always do. <laughs> Not much else. Uh, and I've probably spent too much time talking anyway. I should throw it over to either you, Neil, or Mike and see what you've been up to. Um, yeah, so if that's all you've got to share... Um... I'll, I'll just mention before we go because like we haven't we haven't mentioned but like we've actually been able to all get together for a podcast which has been like just the four of us which uh, i really like so yeah that's been pretty special in itself for this christmas episode yeah. um so I'll, I'll, I'll shoot to you mike um yeah any pickups lately and, and what have you been up to yeah no worries all right well probably going up to what i've been playing in the last couple of months anyway um i haven't mentioned it on the podcast Previously, but I've been I, this year. I joined the uh, Netherworld Pinball Social League. So every two or three weeks, we get together. You burst off against another team of four. Um, you have uh, a varied format of playing pinball machines across. You know, head to head, player one from your team and three from your team play player one and player three from the other team, or you do the split slipper at the end as well. Um, it's just a varied coffin across across one night and one one team out over the other. Um, so I played that, yeah, with, with Ree. Um, I think Ree, Ree found out about it. Uh, Mitch Wilkins from Netherworld was running the comp as well. Uh, he put it together. Um, there would have been, I don't know, 10 or 13 that joined up. Uh, we made it through to the quarterfinal. I think we were knocked oh, wow. out at the quarterfinal. Knocked out at the quarterfinal. So we came fourth overall, ish, around about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, Sarah... Sarah Sharp and Pete Davidson were in our team as well, which Rich Reed had met through pinball from way back. And like we, we, we've known them for a fair while. So that was our team. It's really good. Yeah. And it's a fun sort of league where a lot of the, the, the mainstream pinball comps are very serious. Like if you're, if, if you like accidentally bump into someone who's playing in a serious pinball competition, it, it's not good. Like you, you've got to stand back in space. You've got to be quiet. It's a bit like golf. I don't know. It's, um, it's, it's super serious how they, how they do it. Like golf? Um, with the little golf <laughs> clap? <laughs> but yeah. So with the social league, 
um, it's encouraged that you get rowdy. It's encouraged that you sledge the other team. It's encouraged that you try and put them off with whatever you can do to like <laughs> to like taunt them. <laughs> it's, it's made it a whole new beast of a um, of a competition. Yeah, it was super fun getting together yeah. with no matter what teams. Like you know, and we you know we probably know a fair few of the people in the pinball community already, and a lot of the arcade players are playing the comps like um. Gary Eldershaw, he was he was playing one of the teams, and it was uh, special when lit. Special when lit for life. Man. Yeah, special yeah. when lit. Their, their team was <laughs> the loudest and most tauntiest and like scariest to burst up against. Like, it was, it was surely. Yeah. My God, like they they just like, imagine the Gary. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, it was <laughs> ten times like yeah, ten times worse than that. It was awesome. Though. Um, but yeah, that's I'm gonna join that when I'm back. You got to, dude. It is it's so much fun, and you learn an absolute shitload about people because you literally you, you get into the comp mode. No matter what's going on, you're actually playing to play as well as you can. And because you're with a team of generally other pinballers, they they're telling you how to play. They teach you how to play. It's um, it's it's a good opportunity for an arcader like me who doesn't play a lot of pinball to get into it and start to learn more and more about machines. Uh, yeah, so that was the last couple of months. Um, something not so retro or arcadey. I picked up Battlefield 2042 for the PS4 when it came out. What's it going to End of November. Hot. Oh. Right. So I picked it up because within Battlefield 2042, there's a mode called Portal. And in Portal, they've given you kind of free reign to make your own version Battlefield shooter, whatever you want to do with it. Um, it's pretty like awesome. a map, a map builder, a map editor. Not a map editor, but you choose what you want on the map. You choose the vehicles, the weapons, the era you want to play. So you can play 1942 era. You can play Bad Company Two era. You can play Battlefield Three era or 2042 era. Now, I as soon as I heard the word Bad Company Two, I was like, "Yep, I'm getting this game. I don't give a shit about what else is in it. I don't care about 2042, the main game. I'm gonna get Battlefield Portal." the best bad company two version in portal because once you've made the first person shooter you want you can host a server and you can start playing in it against 30 60 ai bots or whatever and you can set it up where you start the server you're playing against 60 computer controlled characters cool but people can join in and they can see your server when they go searching for servers on their battlefield portal so it's 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 like a it's is create your own server, create your own game, create your own rules, create what classes you want, what weapons you want, how how, how much damage you want to cause, how, how powerful the bullets are, how big the explosions are, it's how much health everyone has. It's it's fully customizable. So I've been I've hey, just I spent, I spent a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. So on on your laptop, your PC, your Android, whatever, your, your iPhone, you can you can create these games. It's free to create. You can jump on any time. If you have an EA login, jump in create all your parameters, all your teams, all your rules, all anything you want. Your weapons, weapons restrictions, tanks, helicopters only, who knows what you want. Wow. And then you go to login, it picks it up on your login, as soon as you sign into your game on your Xbox or your PlayStation, whichever, or your PC, whichever one you're playing on, it'll have your, like, you know, go to the portal mode, do you want to host a server or you want to have experiences, and all the experiences you've created, just just populate there and you can say, okay, I want to run this game. You press go, you instantly start boosting that game. 
anyone can join in. It's, it's a free-for-all. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. It, it sort of took, took over a little bit of, uh, of my game time in the last couple of mm-hmm. I thought it was sure, yeah. It's um, been interesting. I haven't played it a lot lately. It's busy Christmas, preparing for Christmas, um, mm. doing other life things, a bit of netherworld gaming as well. Uh, but yeah, it's been a, a small session recently. Um, awesome. Yeah. You, yeah. So bad company too. Yeah. It's, it's been fun. Well, you got a pretty good haul of um, Christmas yeah. gifts there, including a Bad Company 2, what was it, a steelbook or something? Yeah, Bad Company 1 for PS3. Ah, 1, yeah, sorry. So, yeah, that was one of the goodies that re picked up for me. Um, so, yeah, about yeah, yeah. So pointed her in the direction of the link on eBay to, to you know, have an idea. A bit of inspiration yeah. never hurts, man. Fine. That's it, yeah. and, and I, I, I love bad. I love bad company two on PS3, and I never thought about getting bad company one for the single player campaign experience. Because I, I love even the single player campaign on bad company two is really, really good. So bad company one is even more so a single player because it was before the main online multiplayer. This is our game. It's all online stuff. It's like they created solid single player experiences, like all previous first person shooters back in the day. 2010 and before, the single-player campaigns were solid. Like they, they, they expected people not to have online capability, so they made the stories good, the action good, learn how to use all the weapons, run through the game, enjoy, die, respawn, you know, that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. And then alongside Bad Company 1, which is the cool Steelbook PS3 version, isn't that? I've got a Mega Drive Mini as well. Yeah, right. Hey. Awesome. Hey, you got... You got spoiled, man. <laughs> I did, man. Crazy. Crazy. Like, I can't wait to get it hooked up, play it on the big screen, get the CRT filter on, and like, just smash out a whole bunch of games. It's 42 yeah. games, I think. 42 games in there. Yeah, sure. nice. Um, I got the Japanese version because it's half the price of any PAL North American release version at the moment. Is that and so? All you have to do, all you have yeah. to do is set the language to English and it puts it all into PAL, all into English, it's the same thing. Yeah. And except you get yeah. a six-button controller instead of a three-button controller. Crazy. Why, why aren't people... Why are <laughs> so people, much better. I, I just don't even understand why they chose to release a three-button controller with, with any of the region. It's insane. No, not but, a good idea. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty dumb. That's, that's a great pickup, Sean. Uh, Mike, sorry. Thanks, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Man, they did they did the fucking the same thing with the switch online when you can get those controllers if you're a switch online member and in the yeah. west i believe just from watching my life and gaming you could only get the three button and then in japan they released the six button i don't i don't get it we all had the same games like why <laughs> yeah and it's not well, like the japanese okay. have more fingers or anything <laughs> we all have bloody <laughs> 10 fingers yeah it's oh, just man. weird man they're probably just thinking oh those stupid pal territory people with their slow video games they only need three buttons they play yeah. so slowly anyway like, <laughs> no but in America too they, they did it in, in, oh, for NTSC just, yeah. just Japan got the six button wow elitist special yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it could yeah. be that maybe they thought 
that it was just more popular, the three button, like more nostalgic for the for the West. Bastards. But I mean, I understand it's a bit bigger. Maybe it feels a certain way. They should have just had both options or given you one of each. Yeah, why don't yeah. they just do that? That'd been easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you can get the 8-bit though controllers that um, yeah. you know, have the six button anyway. So yeah, so it's, a, it's an outrage. And I am outraged. <laughs> I actually picked up one of those 8-bit though controllers a few months before Reed got the Android the Mini for me. One of those SG30 or MG30. The 8-bit though. Yeah, yeah. And it's basically like a Seeker Saturn controller almost, but it just looks like the Android Mini, so it's the L&R button. Uh, pretty rad just wild yeah man are you going to hack that bad boy or are you going to keep it I'm happy with the games that are on man like I really yeah? like the, the list that's on there I, I've my, my own Mega Drive collection I've played the games I want to play which which sort of brings me to the next step of this Christmas holiday period getting a Mega Drive Mini I'm yeah, getting yeah. rid of the Mega Drive getting rid of the Mega Drive collection that's the next step now like alright yeah all the hard copies all like the Mega CD as well, it's all going to go. I'm going to try and get rid of it in one go. As I downsize the minis, like I did with the NES, the NES Mini. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. If you ever want to hack it just for homebrews or rare games that aren't on there, um, yeah. that'd yep. be something cool. Because then at least you're playing like a homebrew on, on an official kind of Sega product. Mm. And yeah, yeah. There, there's a bunch of games that have come out that are homebrew or like yep. kind of, not not really homebrew, but indie releases that they actually release on Mega Drive cartridges and stuff that you can still buy the ROMs for if you don't want to actually, if you don't own a Mega Drive. Hmm. So that, that, that could be an option. But yeah, definitely check out Gun, Gunstar Heroes. I think it yeah. should be on there. Yeah, yeah it is. It is. Yeah. Uh, it's a cool game. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice, mate. Yeah, outside of that, playing games at Netherworld. Um, hit a bit of a goal with Gallagher the other day, but I'll chat about yeah. that later. We'll be doing our goals and things, catching up. Oh, spoiler um, alert. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, uh, back in, I don't know, it was, I might talk about Ultimate Denizen now, because it wasn't a goal, it just, it just happened. Oh, of course. So, yeah. And it was part, part of what I've been playing the last couple of months too. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you've had a year, haven't you, mate? Jeez. <laughs> the end of the year is in absolute nuts, man. Yeah, yeah. so I um, entered into the Netherworld's Ultimate Denizen competition towards the end of November. 15 games. I jumped in there, had my first game. Luckily, Gallagher and Daytona were in there, so they were two of my favourite games. Um, so the first two games, I was like, I was just walking. I'm like, all right, I'm going to play these games first up and just get them out of the way. I Play them, done, get on with the rest of the game. Had some really good runs. <laughs> Even in Gallagher, though, in my first, I missed two of the bonus rounds as I was doing my score run. <laughs> oh, wow. And I, wow. I, I managed to still I managed to still be top of the scoreboard, but I missed out on 20,000 points mm. leading up to the right? Crazy. I, well I just dropped it. I was, just, I, was, I was nervous, yeah. Um, so so I I mate. No. You can miss the bonus rounds and still be top of the <laughs> yeah. leaderboard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and I missed a double ship. I shot my own ship on the first attempt at trying to get it. Oh, brutal. Oh, my God. Which is the biggest that's, rookie mistake ever. That's an extra um, thousand points, though, isn't it? Oh. That's what I you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's a booty prize. It's, 
it stopped me progressing through the second screen of be the second level fast because I had to wait for the double ship on the second yeah. level rather than have it on the first. Anyway, yeah. um, so Daytona was beginner course. And I hadn't done beginner course ever on Daytona. So I was like, right, I'm just going to play it safe. I'm going to drift the big, the big end, you know, the big corner before the straight. I'm going to drift it and just keep going, race line, race line, drift the big corner, race line, and yeah. Um, I only hit the, I only nudged the wall once. I only hit another car once during my run. So super lucky to get a course run through, trying to get through 40 AI cars. Mm. 40. Wow. Um, so I had a really, really lucky run on that as well. Um, yeah, rest of the games, what, there was a wing patrol. Um, what else was there? We had that Hot Wheels game. We had the... Oh, uh, yeah, Hot Wheels on the... We, we had that Weef... Uh, no, what was it? That uh, oh. that, fit, that fitness game with like yeah. the sort of... Ring, yeah, Ring Fit. Yeah. Ring Fit, so, that's which, right. Ring Fit, yeah. yeah. Man. Wow. Mm-hmm. That was a weird game. Like, you're holding like a steering wheel looking thing and on the screen, you can see the circle and there's like, like whack it's like a whack-a-mole but you have moles popping out inside of the ring or on the outside. You have to spin it and like push your arm oh. in and out or in and out but as you're spinning the wheels it's not feasible so you're squeezing its head until yeah. it dies yeah 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 brutal but, uh, uh, we had we had a we had a game boy as well with uh, game boy tetris uh, oh, as well true yeah yeah i, I failed pretty hard on that tony not Hawks. as bad as it. tony Hawk's back in it as well yeah i had a pretty okay run uh, ice cold beer uh, oh that's right yeah i had a had a good run ice cold beer Forgot about that. Did you get to uh, the twelfth hole or no, I think it's made it, I made it to the eleventh hole. Yeah, Brad. Wow. So I had a that would have scored you well. Yeah. Lucky yeah. run. I was just mashing up through the yeah. Yeah. Bishop Oh sorry. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, Bishop back, yeah. The move move patrol just got back there. I failed terribly. I lost my lives in the first thirty seconds. Oh. I wasn't ready. I I wasn't careful. Yes. Yeah. It was terrible. <laughs> Oh, well. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. And Bishibashi was the pie throwing at the wedding um, yep. track. So a bit like track and field where you're doing javelin. It's kind yep. of like track and field where you do javelin, yeah. We you smash the buttons and you have to hold the fire button down to angle and then let go when you want to shoot your um, your pie, throw yep. your pie across the crowd. And, yeah. That's pretty That's awesome. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, it was a good game. Um, well, so we had point blank beginner, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, and the training stage. Uh, training, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just looking at the the list now on yeah. um, match play. Yep, Sonic as well was on in there. Oh yeah, Sonic. I was yeah. I, I was watching John Tanny Hill play, and I was like intimidated. <laughs> he is a master uh, game. Like, I'm not that good. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to pick up on what he was doing, but no, I got nothing. Yeah, yeah. He he's, a, he's the Sonic kid. What were the pinballs, Mike? Uh, so Witch was one of them, which is one of the newer, mm-hmm. older machines. That really cool game. Yeah. Super, yeah. It's, it plays like Trident, a bit more fun. It's nice. You did good on that, Mike. You came uh, sixth. Oh, shit. Okay. In Seawitch and Caveman. Uh, I Caveman guess was another, another one. one. Yeah, Caveman's great. Right. What, gr- what a cool game. Have you, have you seen Caveman, Sean? Mm, I probably have, but I can't think of it. Yeah, it's the one with the CRT screen in the in like the back middle of it, where you play a video game on it. Oh, yeah, it's got, yeah, it's got, I it's do, got I a joystick it, yeah. right in the middle of the um, yeah. 
right in the middle of the 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 cab and you, oh, that's you awesome. use use the the ball to get into the cave and then you've got to navigate your caveman through the cave and club dinosaurs for extra points and yeah you've got to avoid the red dinosaurs because they they kill you not the other way around so you have to go in and yeah. go out and then the pinball gets released and you have to go back to flippers again it's yeah. a cool game yeah. it's pretty cool. yeah. hybrid hybrid of arcade and pinball together yeah like the pinball players who really don't like video games probably don't like it that much yeah <laughs> uh, that's it that's it uh, oh, yeah. Michelle just opened some... the door we've got the waft of all the food that's cooking out there uh-huh. awesome and mm. there was Rick and Morty pinball as well oh yeah, yeah. it was too yep yep uh, that's, um, that's just three pennies oh no Creature from the Black Lagoon as well oh, oh man Creature that was hard like you were in the top 10 for all the pennies man your penny penny game is uh, strong. coming on strong <laughs> Come up, man. Since I've played that social league, it's never it's come up. Yeah. I've kicked yeah, a lot yeah. of skills here and there. Oh, that's that's awesome. awesome. You had the Tetris five minute run on Game Boy. Yeah. You did well. Oh, did I? I didn't feel like I did. Yeah, you came uh, ninth. If you got 92 points for it, I think that means you came ninth. Right. Yeah, like literally and, um, after. after yeah, sorry. Go ahead. That's right. Yeah, like like after Gallagher and Daytona, I didn't feel like I went like really good in anything. I just felt like I was just holding it together sort of the whole rest of the mm. day. I think Man, that's after had... years of like playing these games though. Because like not many yeah. people would go into Netherworld and play all these games like every now and then. I think you, you obviously get averagely really like good at these kind of stuff. So yeah, I think that's like, including your pinball game, I think that's why, you know, you probably came out on top. Mm. Yeah, he's, a, he's become a hybrid. So uh, <laughs> if you don't mind, uh, walk us through the uh, the ceremony and the, as the as the oh, places man. were called. So what was uh, <laughs> so what was going through your head while all of that was happening? Yeah. I was literally sitting there, like I heard third place get called up, and that was uh, Michael, Michael Dot. And then... Gary Eldershaw, the previous Ultimate Denizen winner, came up as number second. Uh, sorry, as second. And I was like, right, Ben Reeves has won this competition. Ben Reeves has been at all the Ultimate Denizens and he's placed very highly every time. I, I saw him play a few games during the day and he was just, just smashing through, just doing his thing. I was literally looking around at Ben, pointing at Ben. Uh, Johnny was sitting next to Ben, like, geeing him up, ready for the big win. Um, oh man, poor guy. <laughs> yeah, and I thought it was like because I felt like I went so averagely after the first two games, I was like, yeah, it's not me. Oh, and then yeah, then Jimmy said my name, and I was like, uh, that's not right. It can't be me. And I like, yeah, like I, nah, nah, nah. It was like five nah. seconds, ten seconds. <laughs> I was like. That's wrong. No, that's no, not me. Sorry, mate. It took, it took a couple of seconds. It was great. I demand yeah, a recount. Yeah, yeah. It was hilarious, hilarious oh, to watch. Yeah. yeah. And then, was... um, then Aaron, yeah, Aaron, Aaron was sitting next to me. He like, grabbed me and lifted me up in the air. I'm like, holy shit. Um, yeah, and then it all clicked, clicked and I was like, well, yeah, all right. I won. Couldn't yeah, believe yeah. it. Couldn't believe it. It was just a crazy good feeling. That's uh, awesome. 
Yeah. yeah. Congratulations yeah. to the newest Ultimate Denizen. Yeah, second oh, one yeah. for the podcast, yeah. Welcome to the team, mate. We're half oh, Ultimate thank you. now. <laughs> yeah. The Play It Up podcast yeah. is half Ultimate. That's a... <laughs> Yeah, for advertising, and, it, and so it will remain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys uh, are next. Yeah, no. Neil, yeah, Neil yeah. and I, we're, we're, we ended up like one point away from each other. Yeah, we, we were uh, seventh oh. and eighth, or eighth and ninth, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, you guys are you guys are right there. That's only a few <laughs> a few points here and there. You could go number one. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. So I think like uh, my my pinball game really lets me down in these comps, but um, mm. yeah, it, yeah, it's um, oh yeah, uh, just so I just wanted to share like the when Mike was announced as winner, like the like previous years, like the room just roared, and it was just an awesome experience seeing the shock of Mike and just like this roar <laughs> of like denizens, like people who were actually a part of the community, just like so stoked for him because you know mike's there every week you know hitting some pinballs and arcades so it was just a great experience to be a part of and yeah to cheer on our, our ultimate denizen number five. Oh, yeah couldn't happen to a better bloke <laughs> that's it man yeah sure uh, we'll have to get a hold of the there's a video isn't there of the announcement yeah i want to share that on the play it up page okay yeah <laughs> it's all like yeah. just uh little uh the first couple of seconds of mike just sitting there i'm pretty sure like the first words out of his mouth like it was just mute because like what neil said the whole place just was deafening and mike's just (laughs) (laughs) and then and then then aaron grabs him and he's like (laughs) that was awesome so good good on you man yeah greatest thing yeah i think that Really much rounds out about what I've been playing and doing, and picks up the last couple of little things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm mean, grinding away at Gallagher every two weeks, I guess, on average, the last couple of months. Yep, That's pretty much the main gist of game for sure. Good on you, yeah. bloody legend. I'm happy to be on the wall with you, mate. And the wall's another world. <laughs> I'm, yeah. not, I'm not up there, not up there yet, but they're, they're painting the portrait at the moment. Awesome. And you drank out of a was it a it was a cup, wasn't it? That you got oh, like yeah. a, a trophy? Yeah. No 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 yeah. belt anymore, I don't think. No belt. No. At least a cup you can drink out of. That's awesome. Yeah. It was a bit leaky though, that was the only issue. But... You had to drink quickly. Water tight. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I had to Maybe... pull it apart. I had to pull it apart at home, but I, when I got it home the next day, uh just give it a bit of a rinse out and wash, wash it out the beer and dry out. out. <laughs> it was full of <laughs> beer and beer leaked all through it all over it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. the way it should be <laughs> a good a good trophy should be covered in beer <laughs> uh, nice one yeah so yeah all right Neil buddy what have you been up to um yeah um so I've got something I'll share later um when we talk about goals and stuff um but um yeah just enjoying christmas with the family um we're at a covid site so we've been in like lockdown i suppose or you know isolating at the moment so um but yeah we've um got a couple of pickups uh obviously that the board from dennis was was the main one so yeah i've been i'm a i'm a big fan i'm not good at but i'm a big fan of um um 
Galaxian. So I'm really stoked to have that board uh, as a part of the library. So, yeah. Uh, so Better than I, Gallagher. Hey, hey, Mike. <laughs> it, no worry. It, it, it's super. <laughs> I, I find it. I find it like a really steep learning curve compared to Gallagher. Like it's a it's a brutal game. Um, yeah, you get you one know. you get one shot, and if you miss it, then yeah, you have to do a lot of dodging really quick, and it, you don't move very fast either. It's not not a very forgiving uh, game. Yeah, yeah. So um, got that as a pickup. It, it actually my love for it actually started when I first got Ridge Racer, which I got for Christmas. Um, yeah, come on in. Um, yeah, I got Ridge Racer for Christmas uh, in 95 or something and we got it on the PlayStation 1 and we got um, on, on Ridge Racer, like the loading screen is actually um, Galaxian and you have like a little game of Galaxian before you play the game and like uh, they also have like Galaxian stuff up on like uh, like monitors, I suppose, around the race course and stuff. So, yeah, that's, that's how so I got cool, into man. it. So, um, yeah, really enjoyed it from then. Like I said, I'm not good at it, but um, yeah, it, it's always been a really fun game for me. Um, so, besides that, before before I forget, there's actually um, a video about games within games mm. about all that kind of stuff on uh, my life in gaming. So, if anyone's interested cool. in like cool little Easter eggs like that, where you can play like. Donkey Kong in Donkey Kong 64, that kind of thing. Um, check out the My Life in Gaming video. I think it's just called Games Within Games. Sorry to interrupt, Neil. Oh, sorry. Someone's at the door. Sorry. I'll, I'll be back in a second. Who is it? I might get a coffee. Have a look at my if, screen. Uh... Oh, man. It's just oh, leaning shit. more and more. <laughs> gold. Gold sideways. Drink. It's, it's, yeah, it's drinking, man, as, yeah, as it's... the podcast goes. Not Come so on, Ali. <laughs> it does leave. Neil, Neil just got a special delivery. Is that is that Kentucky Duck? Hey guys, Sean here. Thanks to everyone who tunes into the Play It Up podcast. We really love doing this podcast and really appreciate everyone who listens. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching for Play It Up Podcast. You can find the full video podcast on YouTube and you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Anchor and more. If you want to ask us a question, you can do so on Anchor and your question will be featured on the podcast. If you like what we do, please remember to like, review, comment, follow or subscribe and please recommend us to your friends. Thanks guys and enjoy the episode. So... Um, Eric got for Christmas from his uncle um, Pokemon Snap on on the Nintendo Switch. So um, that's actually a game that Jen and I used to get drunk and play when we were, when we first got married. So I'm Aww. really looking yeah I'm really looking forward to uh, to playing some uh, Pokemon Go with Eric and, and Heidi. So that's now that's you can really get drunk cool. with Eric and play. Yeah, we'll get maggot with my son and hit up some <laughs> Pokemon Go. <laughs> No, just like yeah, really excited for that um, family experience. <laughs> not not getting drunk, but playing just playing games with Eric and, and enjoying that. And yep. um, Dad keeps missing the photos. He's too drunk, <laughs> Mum. <Yeah. laughs> because of his shaky hands, actually. Um, <laughs> but um, the other one was I, I gave my brother a. 
um, the controller that you guys were just talking about that um, that you recommended, Sean. I, I got that for my brother, um, the the Mega Drive looking one by that game company. Sorry, eight bit dough. Eight bit Yeah. Um, so he's been. Um, he he was a huge influence with me, like when I was playing games um, when I was a kid on the Master System and Mega Drive. Um, so I got him that, and he's been playing. Uh, games like Bubble Bubble and Golden Axe and, and Shinobi on his computer. So it's cool to like, share that retro gaming experience again with him. So, Sweet. yeah. Nice, yeah. man. Tell him to set up retro achievements if he's playing on emulation. Yeah. He, if he likes that kind of thing. He's like an endorser for it, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude. Yeah. Um, I love it, man. It's like you can play any game you've ever played before and you just sort of like lost interest. You play it again. And it, it just gives you Target new goals to yeah. go for. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. It's so good. Johnny Johnny Bond's onto it now, so he's loving it. Yeah, rad. Yeah. Oh, I've, yeah. Uh, Jacob Springs dig into it as well. Yeah, right. Who? Jacob, the podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jacob Springs. Sorry, I didn't. The audio cut out a bit. Yeah, yeah, man. He's really smashing it. Mm-hmm. He's mastered a whole bunch of games. He's a beast, man. So yeah, besides that, the only other pickup I really got that I really enjoyed for Christmas, it's not gaming related, sorry, but I've got what we uh Theory Eleven Beatles playing cards. So I'm a huge Beatles fan. So that was that was awesome. Oh, yeah. So yeah, man, yeah, I love them. So it's really well embroidered playing cards. Um uh Sgt. Pepper themed blue em- of like embroidered. Yeah, well like kind of like Embossed. embossed, embossed, embossed. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. If they were embroidered um, playing cards, that's impressive. Yeah, no, <laughs> they're not embroidered. They're embossed. Sorry, um, okay. but yeah, um, like embossed, like they do of of their um, of the the uniform that Paul McCartney wears in in the Sergeant Pepper's um, um, front cover. So he's got like the the embossed gold with the uh, with the blue underneath nice. it. Each each suit. The King is of one of the Beatles. Um, and, yeah, it's just really cool piece That's of awesome. yeah, thing to have. It's a, it's a really good tribute to um, to that Sergeant Pepper's album in particular. So, yeah, that was, that was my awesome. pickups and what I've been I didn't up. know you were such a fan of the Beatles. I love the Beatles, man. They're always, like, my some of my top listen to music of the year. Yeah, so, like, um, <laughs> it's something that, like, like we – we listened to so much more Beatles than any other band. Um, just something I wanted to grow the kids up with because there's so much, a, a lot of people, I don't even think like if, if you're not a fan of the Beatles or know their music, how much they um, influence today's music, like even today, like even just like small little things that I find and things like that. So um, yeah, love the totally. Beatles. Yeah. We, we are actually making like a, um, a can's best of Beatles, so like our favorite songs and stuff from like when the kids were listening to it in the car and stuff. They they have their particular songs from each album that oh, they like. like that. oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking adorable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's so good. And seen yesterday the movie. Yeah, man. Yeah. You must yeah, have. It's... Yeah, it's so so good. Eh? I yeah, man. It. Yeah, definitely. It's a it's a really good tribute to them. So. Yeah, yeah, dude, dude's a good singer. Mm, definitely, yeah, and just a different kind of story um, 
you know, how they all forget the music and stuff. And yeah, I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Mm. Sure. Um, so that kind of wraps up what we've all been doing and, and what we got, I suppose. So um, just talking about the achievements that we got or made this year and what we're going to strive for next year. So, uh, Sean, I'll start with you, buddy. Um, yeah. Oh, yep. Um, well, I achieved living in Germany for for more than a year now mm. and got, got the achievement of lasting a year in another country. So uh, that was supposed to kind of be a joke, but it wasn't very good. <laughs> achievement unlocked. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> woo! Woo! Not, not seeing my family for 16 months. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully see them soon. But um, uh, yeah, in terms of gaming, the big thing for me, which is just like the best achievement in the last four years, really, apart from actually, yeah, I think it's harder than Ultimate Denison to win, honestly. Get, for me, it was getting a kill screen because Ultimate Denison is really hard to win. But if you get the right games on the day, which is when I, when I did it, it was pretty suitable and I had decent pinball runs. Um, but Getting the kill screen on Donkey Kong is the hardest thing I've done in gaming, and I achieved that this year a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. and well uh, I'm stoked. Thanks, fellas. Yeah, I'm still stoked about it, really, because it's really just freed up like being able to play heaps of other games. Have um, fun playing other games. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm actually missing it. I want to play all the remixes and stuff. I want to play like the, the Christmas and the Halloween remixes. There's so many different mods of donkey kong and a lot of them are actually probably more fun than the original yeah especially since i've put probably you know a few thousand hours into it now jeez i'd say that's my most played game of all time i think think second would be tetris Mm. um i don't really have any big accomplishments with tetris this year just been playing it consistently i guess i've gotten 500k on I think I got it on PAL and NTSC. So that's sort of half of what I want to get to on NTSC. I want to get the uh, max out, but I want to, I need to get like a, a cartridge adapter for my top loader, um, Famicom, and then get an NTSC cartridge of Tetris. It's all a little bit kind of expensive. I might just wait till I get back to Australia since I already have, um, the capability of I have an NTSC uh, Tetris cartridge there. So I think then I would just, I think I could just, yeah, get the, get the adapter should be fine. Cause I think NTSC J runs the same as NTSC. Mm. Like over, over 500 yeah. K Dawn is massive for any Tetris, for any regular person. Mm. Getting over a hundred, like a hundred thousand. Yeah. Dude, that's well done. Ah, thanks man. Yeah. I play, um, level 18 now on NTSC like that's what I started that's well actually feels slow now compared to 19 because 19 is where it really ramps up and I I start practicing on that I can get a few Tetrises here and there and basically I know if I can survive and get a few Tetrises on 19 I'm in striking range of being able to get um, the, the, the max out and that's why I want to play it, I want to do it on original hardware, just one, because it's cooler and it feels right. 
and number two, there's no chance of any lag or it, you know, running at the wrong speed and not being fully legit. I guess with Donkey Kong, I didn't do that on an original hardware, but the for me, it's harder to do it on a um, on emulation. I always played better on machines, so I, I still see that. And I didn't have a choice, but I, could, I have the choice now to play it on original hardware, so I want to do that for Tetris. But um, yeah, just cracking away. I'm not, not doing the same way I did with um, Donkey Kong and just like grinding it because it's it's not as fun i just playing sometimes I, I get so focused though while i'm playing that i just keep restarting and restarting even though i'm not having fun and i'm having shit games with tetris mm. but it's just so easy because each game lasts for like i don't know somewhere between 20 seconds and a few minutes yep it's a lot easier to restart like once you die in donkey kong after like 500k oh man the the, the willpower to start again is, is <laughs> you got to have a lot so yep um yeah, I guess other goals uh, with gaming. I've just finished different games. Um, uh, I'll, I'll while I'm talking, I'll log into my backloggery to, to find out what I actually finished this year. But I'm still playing God of War. Want to finish that soon. Um, and modding, I guess that's an achievement. It's you know, it's not directly gaming related, like as in playing games, but modding oh, Game yeah, Boy. It like it's like it's awesome. It's so good. Yeah, I'm really happy about that. Just using this like cheap AliExpress soldering iron that I got for like ten euros, and you know, figuring out that flux is really important, and that's why I didn't really wasn't successful with my with my first Game Boy mod. So I had to send that off to a modder. But since then, I did like a Game Boy Advance drop-in screen where you don't actually have to do any soldering. Yep. And that was a bug. And then I went to what did I do next? Like a Game Boy Color where you had to do a little bit of soldering, I believe. And then I did like a full, um, I had bought some modding stuff when I was in Australia still. And it arrived after I left for Germany because it was ordered from the States. But that got sent over. So I had this like IPS screen and a, and a new beautiful Game Boy Advance shell and everything. And, and the Game Boy to mod that all got sent over. So I did that and that was the hardest mod I've done so far. Like a decent amount of soldering, pretty fiddly. And that turned out absolutely perfect. And now I'm really like loving the the whole modding and soldering and everything. And I really want to get more into it. So that's sort of my goals for next year. As soon as this Game Gear and Game Boy stuff arrives, I'm going to smash into that. Hell yes. And maybe I'll even do it as like a little side business. It's like I'm not making that much money at the moment. Maybe I can buy some Game Boys that are broken and mod them and sell them. Mm. Um, just there's a lot of people doing that already. So don't know if that's going to be profitable, but it's fun either way. Mm. Um, yeah. So I guess in total, I modded, I modded half of the first Game Boy because I couldn't get it working. I sent it off and the, the modder fixed it. And I modded a, another Game Boy Pocket, a Game Boy Color, two Game Boy Advances, one of those, I sort of designed the the game lens to be like UV printed and some stickers for the back. That was the Super Game Boy themed one. I don't know. So I modded like five Game Boys this year and I installed uh, the old DMG that shout out to John Tannehill who he helped me put the backlight on. I finally got the Bivert chip installed on that. That was a bit of soldering as well. So 
modding a modding a modded Game Boy. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I did like five or six mods this year, and I'm really loving it. It's um, it can be a lot of work, can be tough, but now that I have the confidence with the soldering, it's instead of being like something that I'm scared to try and like maybe put off, I'm actually like super keen to jump in and, and get it done, and I have the confidence that I can I can make it work. The game gear is going to be interesting because that's oh, like yeah. a lot of desoldering um, capacitors and everything. Yep. Um, but in, yeah, that's invest in some invest in some desoldering braid, Sean. That's uh, that's gonna save you, but save you from. Uh, the, is that like the bronze colored? Yeah, it's copper. It's copper braid. That's, I have um, That's actually made for desoldering. So, like, you heat up the solder, and at a certain temp, all the solder just gets sucked up to the braid, and then you end up with like a dry connection, and you can just pop out whatever it is that's soldered in. It's the best. So, yeah, if, I have if that. If you're already onto that, mate, you're uh, you're all you're already there. So. Yeah, it's I'm all a good. Bloody veteran now, mate. You're <laughs> you can do stuff for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to send some stuff. I'm going to send some stuff to you. Too. I'm going to send you my link. Oh man, I'd love out. to do it. It's yeah. all for free. Game Boy needs work. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm down for that. Another thing that I modded was well, not modded, but put together was the Raspberry Pi Zero board with the with the special board made by um, Stack Smashing, who's on YouTube and Instagram and Twitter and stuff. He he designed a board where you could play Game Boy Tetris online using a link cable into your laptop through USB oh, adapter. That. Yeah, and then yeah. playing online against someone else on, on your Game Boy playing online Tetris. Yeah, so amazing. That's awesome, man. That was actually yeah. where I started to get confident right. soldering because it was a lot of different little points that you had to solder on the wow. Raspberry Pi board to the other board. Yeah, that not that crazy that someone made that? Yeah, I love so that. Cool, that's, man. That's like yeah. one of these, one of the things like in, in the age of information that we live in, that there's still people that have the interest and the drive to do these sorts of things with the stuff that we love doing as well. And that just, yeah, that it makes me really happy to know that cool stuff like that is still coming out for the stuff that we all are still like into and, and still play. I just, yeah. I love that. It's great. Yeah. Awesome. There's, yeah. Just the new, like, I don't know, putting new technology into old stuff just to, to either make it better or to keep it alive. It's so cool. I um, might run through some of the games that I did finish this year. I've got, like, I use backloggery.com. Shout out to that. That's the same guy, made by the same guys who do my life in gaming. So if you want to keep track of your backlog and what games you've finished, that's a cool website for it. Um, I got... I finished NES Ultimate Remix on the 3DS. Great game. Different ways of playing old um, NES games and Famicom. Once you once you finish the NES part, it unlocks the Famicom Remix. Different little challenges like mini games on the 3DS. Beautiful. I've got here Kill Screen Baby 871,000 <laughs> on September 24, 2021. That's the big one. Um, it's so cool having a like a track of all these um i finished solar striker on game boy cool really really tough game i've got in the notes not an amazing shooter with limited power-ups <laughs> and okay music but it's still fun it's just like a game that a cool little shooter on a game boy really tough but i finished it um super mario lands i don't know if that was that year i finished all the super mario lands on game boy i don't know if that was last year though mario versus donkey kong on the game boy advance awesome game 
um, kind of like themed after the Donkey Kong and Arcade, but uh, more 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 of a puzzler. I uh, finished Gunnack on the NES, Little Samson on the NES. This is all; those are both emulation, though. Um, don't know if it was um, last year, but Metroid. I need to start putting the dates in the um, comments, and I'll do that for this year coming. Toki on the NES, hmm. uh, Gianna Sisters on the PS4, real cool hey. like platformer, kind of yeah. like Donkey Kong Country. Um, yeah, Gianna, Gianna Sisters was too. like the was like Commodore sixty four uh, version of Super Mario, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I think they copyright. Like a... <laughs> ah, really? Got off shelves real quick. It was just Ah, so it's really rare then, maybe, to have the original. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Well, this is like a real modern-looking platformer. This one, I guess, it's yeah. maybe a bit remade. Yeah. Or... Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Definitely right. tribute to that for sure. Ah, cool. Um. What else we got here? Last of Us 2, I think it was this year. Uh, uh, Flight of Pigarus on the Master System. That's a homebrew. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, you can yeah. play it for free. And that was on actually the 2nd of January. I completed it. I actually put the note in for that. So that's good. And that kind of... Uh, yeah, Super Mario Odyssey, fully finished that. And on also Super Mario Maker 2, there's a little bit of a story mode on that. I finished that. But yeah, Super Mario Odyssey, I got all stars and um, loved it. Fucking great game. Mario games are awesome. And that's me. Sorry, that took a right. while. Yeah, <laughs> it's it good. Sold this. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, I try. I try to play games as much as I can. So. <laughs> that's me. So Dennis, and, uh, my oh, goals for next year, I'll quickly say, I don't really have any specific ones. Maybe I'll get the max out on Tetris. My goal is to move back to Australia in September and start entering heaps of comps in the other world. Uh, and Make just, up for lost time. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, just uh, play no. as many games as I can. Finish Spider-Man, Miles Morales, God of War. Yeah, maybe there's um, some other goals that'll come along the way, but at the moment, it's just have fun, enjoy playing games, try to enjoy life as much as possible. <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah, come back and maybe win some competitions at Netherworld. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Dennis is, was next, was he? Yeah, I think Dennis, yeah. Okay. Dendenong. Uh, what did I play? I better check the Game of the System um, Discord uh, Game of the Month thing. So um, I sort of been playing the game of the month just as like uh, for the last few years on game the system discord um they have the every all the um all the people on the discord nominate a game of the month so that gets votes and whoever gets the whichever game gets the most votes um gets up and that's what we play for uh the month until next month changes over you know sort of thing game of the month i guess it's self-explanatory i don't know why i needed to explain that but um all the same. Uh, yeah, that's sort of what I was focused on this year. Um, we have a tally in the pins that I'm just looking at at the moment. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, January was Streets of Rage 2. Um, I didn't go very well at that. Um, I hadn't played a lot of Sega games um, throughout uh, throughout my life, to be honest. And, uh, yeah, I 
just I had a bit of trouble sort of getting used to that. Um, in Feb, we played Rastan um, on Arcade, and that was really good. I managed to 1cc that a couple of times um, within the month, so that was good. Well um, yeah, it was hella hard. Yeah, the last um, the last level, um, it's nervy because you don't have any continues. Um, if, if you go on the, for the 1cc, you don't anyway, but um, at least you get a chance to practice it. But um, you have to be really quick and careful and make sure that you save state mm-hmm. if you do want to practice the last level. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a, it's a bugger of a game. It can be pretty unfair in places. Um, so that was, uh, that was Feb. March was Wonderboy. Um, that was... It was fun to play. Uh, I think after playing it for a month, I sort of, um, I sort of got everything that I wanted to get out of it. I think uh, I can understand sort of uh, why maybe after playing it for so long, Neil, that you didn't go back to it for quite a while because I can definitely see that it's a game you'd be able to play yourself out on mm. for sure. Um, without with saying that, it was still a really fun game. Like uh, really enjoyed it. And like once you get into the later levels, it's really fun. Yeah. Um, it's just getting through all of those first the first few levels again. That's just oof, man. Yeah, doing that a lot wouldn't be wouldn't be the most <laughs> fun. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, April April was uh, was Gyrus that, uh, and again, bloody hard game, um, fun game. Uh, Sunset Riders was in May. I almost one cc'd that, not quite. So. Um, that that'll be in um, my my aims for 2022 in gaming. I'm gonna try and one CC Sunset Riders and Punisher if I can. So um, June was Punisher. Right. Um, July was Karnov, so I got a one CC on Karnov. Um, so we were we went down to the wire between me and Sacri on um, Steve on um, Gamer System Discord. Him and I were playing that against each other. And, yeah, um, I think what separated it in the end was um, uh, was high score and who got the 1cc first, which was me, um, luckily, because Steve's really good and usually kicks my butt on, um, on those sorts of games. Uh, Magic Sword was in August and uh, another pretty difficult game. I got um, over a million points, I think, for that, which is... Uh, <laughs> It's a fair way in. It's probably a third of the way into the game, which is is pretty difficult, and it's going to be a long haul game. I can tell. Sorry, sorry, Neil, you were saying. No, just saying. Uh, congrats! That's a huge score, Magic Sword. It's a brutal game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it could be a massive game. It's fun. It's just yeah. Um, it's kind of it's not really a consistent game. I think you can play it. Like you can you can any, play it like any, one game. Sorry, I'll I'll be I'll be quiet. Sorry. Man, any of these games you're talking about, then if you're saying, "Oh, I just got a one CC," that is insane on its own, man. People don't get one CC for an arcade game. <laughs> it's no, it's wild. Yeah, it's I get a whole I get a whole month to play them, so you know it's it yeah. keeps me busy. It's good. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we we went to um, a whole month what, is not that long, man. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but uh, at least it gives you a chance to play it properly. You know, it's it's not it's not a it's not a long time, but it's not a short time either. So at least you get a chance to have some fun with it, you know, and it's kind yeah, of good. Um, whole reason we do like game of the month. 
Um, Wonder Boy and Monsterland was September, man. Um, that was a surprising one for me. I really enjoyed playing that game. Um, I didn't actually vote for it. When it got up, I was like, uh, it kind of looks a bit slow and basic. I don't really know if I'd enjoy it because at least Wonder Boy had a lot more pace to it. Monsterland just feels a bit more slower paced, but I actually ended up enjoying it more. It was quite a challenging game. And um, that's one that I'd love to go back to. I don't know if I'll get a chance to in 2022, but I'd love to play it again sometime and go in and get the 1cc because I got into like the last castle at the end, but I didn't make it all the way to the, the bad guy at the end. So, um, yeah, hopefully sometime soon get to go back and play that. October was final fight and I almost got another one CC on that. That's, that's a, that's a goal for 2022. It was 2021 that I didn't get to, but um, hopefully 22 be able to get there. So I got to the, um, what we call like the hit squad, the end of final fight, which is right at the end of the last level. There's this big rush of all these baddies and everyone just, it's kind of like, it's just on for young and old all of these different enemies on the screen and it's just about survival. It's a, a, probably a bit more than it is about strategy. Yeah. And so until I get a chance to make my way through it, you need more lives in the chamber to be able to finish it. Uh, once I do that, it'll be great. But uh, again, that's going to be practice and time and hopefully I'll get there. Um, November was Snow Bros and I did get a 1cc on that at the end, um, which, was, which was awesome. But... Like it was the day after the uh, the game of the month clicked over to to December, so I managed to go right there, and yeah, it was that was really fun. I enjoyed Snow Bros, man. I really like that game. Would that be a world record, Dennis? Like if it was submitted? Uh, I think it was like two point three or two point four, and I think Aaron's on two point seven for arcade. Oh, okay. Uh, it's still very close. Yeah, it, it is. It's up there. Uh, I think Daniel Ocampo, Ocampo, Ocampo at on Twin Galaxies, he has, I think, about 3 million. Sorry, Daniel, if that's not quite right, um, on MAME. So it's, it's up there. Yeah. There, are, there are like crazy, um, there are crazy videos online of people getting like 9 million on oh, Snow Bros. So they go and like leech the last boss and get just ridiculous amounts of points out of it and i'm not really prepared to do that i just want to play the game for the fun of it not to sit there and just smash the last boss for like an hour and yeah. a half man how sore would your hand be after that yeah. um yeah uh and so this month is 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 cabal i've been playing that a bit um i need to put in another few hours um hopefully just before the end of the year so i'll see how we go with that mm-hmm. um that's that's kind of like where I was in gaming and what I hope to do in 2022. I do want to get back on the Donkey Kong wagon in 22. Um, so Final Fight 1CC, I want to go back and um, and finish... Um, uh, what was the other game I just said? Sorry, I completely bloody forgot. Um, I, want to go, uh, I want to go back and finish, yeah, Punisher and Sunset Riders and, mm. uh, and do some Donkey Kong again for some reason. Keep finding my way yeah. going back to that bloody What's wrong game. wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> it's a strange, it's a strange drug, eh? It's uh, always come crawling back to it. Donkey Kong is a hell of a drug. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the yeah. mafia. Once, yeah. once you think you're out there, you're back. <laughs> you never, you never truly out. Never yeah. Out. No. No. Yeah. So that's maybe. 
2022? Uh, uh, let's uh, we'll just aim for a PB. Um, I'd love to kill screen, but man, um, it takes it takes a while and it takes a lot of um, a lot of dedication to do that. So um, I'd love to eventually, but just maybe when I'm ready, we'll see. See how it goes. No promises. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's me. Um, Sorry, uh, who who was next? Yeah, Mike. Mike, what's yeah. what's happening? So, yeah, DJ yeah. to techno. DJ to techno on the on the ones and twos. Welcome back. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, this year, I mean, <laughs> this year was a, a lot of a lot of practicing of Gallagher at Netherworld uh, to try and get that elusive one point five million score that I've been trying to get since I'm pretty sure it's since last year. I tried to get there regularly. I tried to get there every week, but I every week so it ended up being every second or third week. I'd get a good, a good session with two or three games on that third week or second week. Got there. Um, I had no luck. Had some bad runs. I had some good runs. I got over a million points. I think possibly three times in that year. That year gap when I had some really good runs. I was on the. I was concentrating. I hadn't drunk too much, so I was you know, surviving a bit longer than usual. Um, then yeah, Thursday night just gone. I'd organised to meet up with um, Zigstar or Zig, Ziggy Madden, who is a crazy tattoo genius who goes to the world quite a bit. So just specifically play crazy. He's learning a lot of other games. Crazy tattoo uses his game. Absolutely mm. it. So organised to meet up nice. with him, meet up with, uh, meet up with Gary Aldershaw too. Have a bit of crazy taxi off. Um, watch Ziggy play. Yeah, he's next level. He will he turbo, turbo, turbo every single time. He turbos. He knows all the, the correct customs to get and watch orders and get them in. And he he had one game ended up at eighty three thousand dollars on the scoreboard. Like, wow, well, that's huge. But yeah, that's it. But, but but after that session, he had to go home at about I think eight o'clock, probably nine o'clockish. And I was like, okay, I'm there. I haven't been drinking. I'm driving, so I had a bit drink or two. And I jumped on Gallagher. It was the last night, and it was open for the year as well. So I was like, okay, this is probably going to be the last. But have a game now, or after this game will be the last game I'll have this year to try and get 1.5 billion. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I, I got stuck in. I, I started off um, doing a two player game. So you can play on the two player side. So it shows the 1 million point score if, if the 1 million point score does if you reach it. So on the player one side, it only shows six digits. So 99980, I think. It'll go to, but on the player two side, it'll go one million to keep counting upwards. I know the player one side does click over, but you just don't see the one for the one. So I got stuck in. I had a really shit run on the player one side trying to get try just because I use the player one side to set it up so you can have breaks. Um, I didn't end up having breaks, just sitting and playing the whole time. On the player two side, had a really good run, smashed through half an hour in, I was playing really well. About 45 minutes in, I started losing lives again, which is about that 500,000 to 700,000 point mark where I, I seem to lose concentration. And instead of accruing, instead of accruing lives, I start to lose them and not be able to get them back to make more lives on what I have. Then about the set, just after that 700,000 point mark, I just started gaining lives again. I got back into the screen clearing zone, playing away, playing away, kept smashing, got the million points. I'm like, all right, cool, cool. This is good. Got to 13. Uh, 1.3, 1.4 million. I'm like, this is a bit unusual. Okay, so I kept playing, kept playing. I got to one, 
four and a half million, and I was and I had started to lose lives again because just losing concentration, just getting tired, getting late. It was about eleven p.m. Um, I was down to my last double shift, no spare lives at one point four five million, and I managed to play through that up to one point five million. I was like, holy shit! I hit one point five million and just got a, a, an extra life at that point as well. So I had three shifts rolling, so two like a double shift and a, a shift shift spare to go. Like, all right. And at that point, I was so nervous. I wasn't going to make it because I was just <laughs> down to so close to dying. It was going to be going to be down. Yeah. Then hit the one point five million, kept rolling. I was like, all right. And as soon as I hit the one point five million, I'm like, I'm just going to relax now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it was yeah. super weird feeling. And as soon as I relaxed, the gameplay just came back and I stopped stressing. And I was like, yeah, just my arm was sore. Both my, my shoulder was sore from the joystick. And ended up on 1.6 million. Half an hour before another world closed for the year. And I was uh, Jesus. extremely happy. Like, Dude, yeah, like, congrats. Like, yeah, I was stoked. I got the goal. Pretty wild. Is, is that enough to, yeah. is, Mike? Is that enough to get your name up on the board uh, there? Because uh, no. oh, really? No. Uh, no, Barry's Barry, been Barry, in town. Barry, <laughs> yeah. Barry, Barry came a couple of years ago, and six point six point six million is up there. So yeah, oh, hurry up, man. Hey, you can do it, man. You can do it. Yep, yep. So yeah, so twenty twenty two, I want to get three million points, and. A long game because I mean 1.5 million that was an hour and a half worth of game. I was mm. getting pretty. I was standing up the whole time because I can't sit down and play Galaga because I wrench on the joystick pretty hard at certain yeah. points, and I, I feel like I can't do that sitting in the chair. So did you have um, the, so yeah, three. Did you have the Jeffrey Sutter sort of wide spread going on yeah. while you were standing yeah, yeah, there? That's, just that's, like... that's how I play it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. I can't see the screen because my yeah. head is like above where the uh, the that's right. You're a tall guy. The yeah. Stuff, yeah. So yeah, the next year, 2022 is three million. If I can get that, I'll be very happy as well. Yeah, super happy. Awesome. Um, you can you can die happy, mate. That's it. Bloody um, Obviously, getting ultimate denizen it wasn't a goal of the year, but it, but it happened, and I was very very happy. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and yeah. and outside outside of gaming as well. This. 2021, I've, I've been pushing the cold drip coffee stuff at home, the cold drip coffee creation, pretty hard to try and get a feel for what it's going to be like. Goes commercial. Um, 2022, I want to be operating commercially, so selling to the public, selling to businesses, selling to everyone, as, as well as these guys. Like, um, I've dropped off the application online to the Brisbane City Council just Wednesday. This week, dropped it off, um, sent it in, so that's officially underway. They've got a book of council inspection, local golf club. I have a chat with them, I can use their certification. So that's that'll be a goal for 2022 get the uh, commercial kitchen and start operating. Nice. As well, that'll be um, the outside of gaming goal for 2022. Cool, mate. But yeah. Apart from that, she held the Mega Drive collection. Um, and uh, I don't know. See what happens in 2022. Keep on, on keeping on. Brad, Brad. Jump back into some more Grand Turismo 2 because I've been meaning to get it back into it because I'm 
I've been hanging out to play it again for some reason. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. You'll get your license, mate. Get You'll those get licenses, mate. One bit. One bit. Oh, yeah. Um, and on the non-retro side, um, with Battlefield Portal, uh, running those Bad Company 2 servers, I want to be able to rent a server because they're, they're talking about rent a server. So Because at current, if you run a server for yourself, you host the server, it stays live as long as there's one human player in the game. So if I leave the game and someone else joined in, some human uh, online player, it'll stay until they go, until all the human players are gone and shut down. So talking about renting live servers for these games. So if I can rent a live server and have that version of Bad Company 2, which is Bad Company 2 infantry weapon technology and vehicles on Bad Company, on Battlefield 3 map in 2042, if I can have something like that running 24 hours, that would be great. So I've had a fair few people drop in every now and then, not just hosting the server, and I've only got to play for maximum three or four hours if I'm lucky to get a long session from that. Yep. You'll have people drop in, 10 or 15 people will drop in and drop out of the game. And some will stay because they like the format. It's different. More bad company to um, rule set, uh, physics, damage. It's all like uh, I've tuned it. Wow. Much more like bad company to universe, even though it's in the 2042 program code, I guess you call it. Down so you tune it to make it possible. So if I can get a, a rental server running, I think it'll be like a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks a year. I have no idea what it costs cool. a rental server. PA I <laughs> if I could do that, get it locked sure. in, I'll just have the bad company three my version thing running twenty four hours. If it comes to join drop out. Nice. Awesome. That's it. That's it man. Deal. How are you, mate? Your, uh, how's your yeah. achievements this year? How's your char- char- Charka Surly? Do you serve Charlie? Oh. Yeah. Um, battling, a, battling a brutal headache at the moment, so I'll try and keep mine short. But, um, um, so uh, gaming achievements um, would definitely be Ghosts and Goblins. I've got that done on Arcade and Main. Um, yeah. So the, the world record there. So um, after that, I started focusing on Circus Charlie. Um so um, just after, I think it was the week after the last episode that we had, we did with the gaming system crew, I, I was able to get the max clear on, on uh, Circus Charlie as well. Awesome. So, um, yeah, got that done. Yeah, yeah. Still trying to track down a, a genuine board of Circus Charlie, but um, hopefully I've got one in the line for, mm-hmm. for that. So early next year. Um so yeah, looking forward to doing that on arcade. I was going to do it at Spaces, but Spaces is uh, closed at the moment. So yeah. I talked to Jimmy about taking the record to to go um, to Netherworld, and I'll, I'll try something else to Spaces if they get up and running. Um, so yeah, th- they've been my achievements um, for this year. So next year, do a Circus Charlie on a genuine board. Um, and then I'm, I'm focusing on Strikers 1943 at the moment. Um, it's a really tough game, hard to learn, but enjoying the challenge there. Um, and I've, I've, I've started enjoying a game called Spectre just out, out of nowhere, um, which is like a 80s maze game. <laughs> it's really crazy, and I wasn't planning on taking it seriously, but it's really got my attention. So Excellent. Who knows? Do it, man. Yeah, who knows what's um, what's happening in that space. So, yeah, that's me. Awesome. 
Mm-hmm. Well, guys, uh, I'm pro- I'm probably going to have to run because uh, I've got Kathleen sort of um, pounding me a bit because uh, I've sort of yeah. Mm. But okay. I you're welcome in the podcast. <laughs> All good, uh, man. But um, yeah, I didn't so... mean that. I meant like you've been on the podcast too long. You, you got things to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too, you've been on too many episodes. It's got to. We've got to have a chat. <laughs> yeah, I need to go anyway. I got food to eat. Yeah, you, you, everything would probably be getting served up in front of you. Mm. I wish. Yeah, soon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all good, all good. Uh, so yeah, yeah thank you. thanks for tuning in to another year, guys. So it's been awesome to have Dennis along this year, which has been really special. But um, yeah, um, bloody oath. Thank you for looking, having me. Yeah, exciting, exciting times next year. Having Sean back in Australia, hopefully. So mm. um, getting the, the live <laughs> podcast done together will be definitely one of the highlights when it finally happens. So. Shit, yeah, be really cool. Ollie, ollie, ollie. <laughs> Yeah, thanks to everyone <laughs> for listening, and uh, yeah, looking forward to more of more of the same. Maybe some bigger things, maybe some some cool high profile interviews. Perhaps we will see. Don't want to promise anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's right. love it. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys, and um, thank you everyone for listening. Yeah, Woo! thank you everyone for listening. It's been uh, it's been awesome to to be a part of the podcast. So yeah. Looking forward to doing it again in 22. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cheers, legends. All right. See you later. See you later.